0: Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome to today's episode of the Plant Lady Podcast. I am your host, Bella Griffin, and today I receive the honor of welcoming on Charlotte Rebecca. Charlotte is a womb priestess and medicine woman guiding women to heal their womb space, alchemize shame and trauma, and open them up to living a deeply embodied life of pleasure and purpose and just awakening to the divine, sacred feminine. In today's episode, we dive into all things sacred, sexuality, death and rebirth cycles, dark feminine and light feminine, and so much more juicy magic. I am so excited to share this episode with you. And without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome to today's episode. I am so honored to welcome Charlotte into the space. Thank you so much for being here, sister.
1: I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. I am so looking forward to diving into this conversation with you today. And I would love to start off by you just sharing a little bit about who you are. What is the work that you do? How did you get into the work that you do? And yeah.
1: Amazing. Yeah. So I'm a womb priestess and medicine woman and I help women heal their womb space and this can be anything from trauma, shame, dis-ease in the body or the womb and really helps liberate them and access sacred feminine essence within and so really allowing them to feel into their wholeness as a feminine being. And I really got into this work from my own journey and um, my own healing journey. It was very centered around healing shame and trauma um, within my wound space. And from that journey, I then started to tap into my own gifts, my intuitive abilities and this healing capacity that I had, you know access to. To be able to help other people and also self heal. So, the healing that I hold space for, I also can self heal, which has been really a beautiful catalyst for my own journey as well. So, yeah, from that space, I really just opened up to feeling into how important this work is and really realizing how disconnected we can be from our womb space just from the common day situations where, you know, we're hiding a pad in our handbag or not wanting to let anyone know that we're on our period, that sort of thing, because there's such deep rooted shame there. And that really just made me realize how incredibly important this is to liberate ourselves, to really connect deep into our body, accept all of us, and access that inner power from that space.
0: Wow, so powerful. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. And what was the moment for you where you just like woke up to your womb and like, we're just like, okay, this is it. Like, I need to dive deeper into this.
1: Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, So for me, it was quite a way into my own healing journey and i was really struggling with like self-confidence and just really being able to hold myself in certain spaces i sort of was tapping into different realms and feeling into different ways of living and was just still finding it really hard to be able to speak my truth in like all scenarios in life um And so when I was tuning into that, I then started to tap more into my own pleasure and feeling into where parts of me felt suppressed and parts of me still felt an element of shame because I felt that it wasn't okay to express these parts. And I did a lot of my own healing around sexual trauma and sexual shame and through connecting to that pleasure within my body and realizing how much we hold in our womb space as well. That was when I started to tune in to the womb space and just, wow, it was just this feeling of oh my goodness so many people don't know this is within them and this is here to be accessed and this is where like our inner power is this is where our creativity is this is the life force that we're birthed from and it just became such a huge catalyst and really being able to then tune into that space and share it with other people was yeah, incredible. It was a moment. It was a significant moment. <laughs> <laughs> a huge moment. Wow. And that is,
0: whew, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. It's just, it goes so, so deep and we're really not taught about how sacred our womb space is and how much she does carry and how much she holds and not only just like physically like being intimate with yourself or with a partner but just so much like energetically and emotionally and all the trauma that we hold and my first sort of initiation into what the womb space can hold is when I was in my yoga teacher training and we would do hip openers and I would literally witness like women release and witness myself release and feel so many different complexity of like emotions and feelings and witnessing women just surrender into that pose and be able to release all of the things that are stored in there just on like a surface level through yoga. And so when we start to dive into this work, it's always so wild and interesting to me that we are just conditioned to take it all in and store it all there and hold it there and so of course the sexual energy and the sexual trauma plays such a huge role in that but also when we comes to speaking our truth and setting boundaries and you know beginning to build a business or work in the system you start to realize all of these things and how it really does come down to this one space that we can really work on and the more that I peel back these layers the more that I realize how connected it is to everything and how I've been conditioned to ignore this, this sacred space. So I've kind of been conditioned in a way to ignore myself and ignore my own truth. And so as we start to peel back these layers and do this work around our womb, it really goes hand in hand with all other aspects of our life. And yeah, I just want to dive more into that today. And I, I, know that one of the things that you really work on is um, quantum healing and I would love for you to share more about what is quantum healing for the listeners who aren't aware and how would you explain that you go about holding that space and what it does for women
1: yeah a hundred percent it's really I love what you said about that conditioning is just it goes way back but also past our own present lifetime it's like lineages and lineages um but yeah so quantum healing healing in the quantum field we are healing at a much far deeper capacity from planet earth so for example a 20-minute session on earth equates to five to six hours in the quantum field so when i'm holding space in the healing sessions that i hold i am connecting to the quantum field i'm in the quantum field and we're clearing out density we're clearing out any blockages any energy that is a little bit stuck and needs to be released either removed or just moved within the body and to get that back in motion. And then we implant new codes, new frequencies to really anchor in the healing and the transformation that then is allowed to happen within the portal of the womb space. So quantum healing is really, really powerful and just provides us this beautiful space and capacity in which we can heal on a really deep level and be able to then integrate that into our physical body and integrate that into our reality.
0: When we can take that time to sit with those stories or sit with those emotions that maybe we didn't even realize were there and like you said either take the time to release them and let go which sometimes can take a lot more time than we're willing to give or we can like move the energy and you know we all know that stagnant energy within the body creates disease and that's when things start to build up and you start seeing physical ailments is when we're ignoring emotions or we're ignoring our womb space or you know especially with women I feel it comes up in yeast infections and UTIs and bacterial infections. And all of those things are really signs that we are ignoring our womb. And I know that for me in my journey, when a yeast infection does come up or a UTI, I am like, whoa, time to slow down. What are you trying to tell me? Like, I'm not, I'm not listening. I'm not taking enough time. I'm I'm in my masculine way too much and that's really like my sign to really like stop in my tracks and slow 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 down because it gets to the point where it's just so uncomfortable and it literally like stops you from having to work so we have these these energies that are so powerful that they literally can like debilitate us from being able to move forward and continue that to-do list or that masculine hustle like we ha- I have to keep going I have to keep going and that feminine urge to just slow down to rest to just be and that is enough and it's just so so powerful when you have women like yourself who start to do this work and start to open that pathway for other women to be like okay like I felt that but now like okay there's evidence there there's truth there and yeah it's so so powerful for women like us to be having these conversations because it really is a catalyst for our kind of like our past selves who were at the beginning stage of that journey, who needed that, like it positive influence, that person, to be there, to hold space, to remind us to move through those things and release them in whatever ways feels right to our being.
1: Yeah, 100 percent. And also there's this element of those infections being actually just communicators that are actually just signals. And when we see it like this, we're really able to hold them in a space of compassion and curious compassion as well. So being curious about why it's here, what is it here to tell us, and being able to tap into that space um, is a really powerful thing as well. Because, again, we've been taught to shame infections or shame certain things that come up in our body and that's where we can really alchemize that and see it as a divine communication and a way to just tap in deeper.
0: Absolutely. And the menstrual cycle goes so hand in hand with that because I feel we're also kind of inherently taught that this part of our being, our womb space is is gross or dirty, you know, like we're taught these things, or especially around the menstrual cycle of like, oh, it's, you know, we need, we need products to make it smell better. And you know, the summer's Eve and you know, all the different things that the whole system that's created around making our womb better and prettier and cleaner and this and that. And it's like, whoa, what happened to actually the concept of accepting something that we don't love, or that we feel like we don't love rather than just going and getting that quick fix and that quick satisfaction and that quick change. And so we are automatically kind of taught that if like something's wrong or if we don't understand it then go to someone else to tell you about your body or go to look to someone else to give you advice because you don't know your body and you and you can't you can't figure it out like you need another you need a professional you need another you need another opinion. And a huge part of my womb healing journey has honestly just been Yoni gazing, like just busting out the mirror and taking the time every single day. If I can, um, to get to know my own womb, get to know my own Yoni, get to know what she looks like, what, what it looks like when she's healthy and she feels good and alive and happy versus when she doesn't feel those ways. And when she is a little bit irritated and I'm not listening and slowing down and all the factors that play into that. And so it's this beautiful, ebb and flow this journey of awakening to our wombs that have kind of been dormant since, you know, for me and my journey, it it started when I got my moon cycle, like it started with that. Oh, I have to hide this. Like I, I feel shameful. I feel embarrassed. I feel like I don't under, I didn't understand it. I didn't have the proper knowledge to understand it. So I automatically equated it as something as bad and so I feel a lot of us women in our society have that first, like, that is the introduction, like, you are a woman, it sucks, it's disgusting, everybody, like, hates it, doesn't want to be around you, this is what you have to do, it's embarrassing, blah, 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 all these things. And so the journey is, like, the reclamation is, fuck all of that. Like, I'm gonna love this part of me. And like I'm gonna love it so much that I'm going to put my blood on my face and I'm gonna post it on Instagram. (laughs) So that way it triggers the fuck out of all of you. That's how much like I love myself that I don't care. I don't care if it embarrasses, like I don't care if it triggers you. I don't care how it looks to other people. I don't care if you don't understand it because I understand it now and I get it now. And if there's just one person within all those people that's like, wait there's something more here than like that's that's it that's why it was meant to go out there
1: yes 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 <laughs> yes all these like incredible like sacred practices that we can really like tune into and connect to our womb space and ultimately our power it's where our power lies and 100 i love um yoni gazing and you know i love Another one is just so great is Yoni bathing. So just being out in the sun and just letting Yoni see the sun because she never sees the sun. Yes. It feels so good. It is sensational.
0: It really is though. And when you start to, I'm so grateful for the sisters who have inspired me on this journey to incorporate things like that because it's so fun to play with. The conditioning that we have, right? Because we're conditioned to like feel shameful and kind of hide this aspect of ourselves, and I think that plays into um, intimacy and relationships and being with a partner. Is like, you know, we're like conditioned to be in a dark room, you know, hidden. Like, we don't want like our our space is to feel seen because there's those insecurities there's that shame there's that embarrassment and so incorporating something like yoni sunning or um, just laying naked in the sun or you know whatever or putting you know doing a blood face mask or you know whatever it is it's like you really challenge this conditioning within yourself and I even find myself now you know when I do it just like laughing at it and you know kind of playing with that oh wow, like this is something that five years ago I would have like laughed at and thought that whoever did this was just batshit crazy and I could never wrap my head around it or understand it. And now I'm like that person and I have those people who who don't understand it and, and that's totally okay. And it's that beautiful opportunity to shift your perspective and to do things that like intrigue you. Like, okay, that person's kind of crazy, but like, I kind of want to try it now. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I also sometimes feel like I'm like, okay, what's next? You know? Mm-hmm. I've picked up all of these beautiful rituals, these practices that really connect me to my wound space, my blood and everything. And sometimes I think, well what's next? What's gonna be the thing where I question it and I'm now asking myself, oh okay, like that's a bit out there. Am I am I is is there thing still? I don't know. i don't don't know. sending out there, but I haven't (laughs) tried yet. We'll see.
0: So we continued. But it's, I think that for me and <laughs> my journey, it's felt that those practices, like we had just mentioned, any of those practices, um, you know, when it comes to naked sunbathing or um, breast massaging or yoni massaging or mirror gazing, you know, whatever it is, these practices have deepened my relationship within myself and deepened my love for myself that has allowed me to show up in my feminine more, not only for myself, but for my relationship. And, and being in a partnership where I get to witness myself at the beginning of this relationship where I was shame, ashamed of my body and I was kind of like embarrassed and didn't really feel comfortable in my skin and was always kind of like jealous and, you know, just creating these stories to like now just feeling like so – free and fierce in my being that like now my partner and I can go like secret skinny dipping in like a little lake that we find on a trail and like if somebody sees us like oh it'll be scary but like it'll be so funny too because like we're just human beings and who gives a fuck who we're fucking naked and enjoying life and so it's just so beautiful to witness that shift over time of how You know, these practices seem like they're simple or to some may seem like, oh, that's just, you know, that's just some spiritual thing. or That's just some crazy girl thing, you know, but it's, it really goes so much further beyond that because it really allows this opportunity to be intimate with yourself and to just simply be with yourself and be with your naked body. I mean, when was the last time any of us have even had that opportunity since we were a baby and since we were a child?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. It's just allowing us to go so much deeper in connecting with ourselves. And as soon as we do that, we're able to connect to other people on so much deeper level because you know yourself to that depth and you know, you know, how your body works, what you like, what you don't like, what you like about yourself, what you're still a bit shy about. And it's still okay to have these, you know, feelings of, okay, Well, I haven't been taught to love this part of my body, but how can I give that love anyway? You know, how can I teach myself to really deeply accept every part of me and allow it to be what makes me a whole person, what makes me unique and what makes me in my sacred essence, you know, what makes all of my whole life makes sense because of who I am and how I respond to the world and how I respond to other people based on how you're responding to yourself and it really is just those practices and really bringing into that daily or weekly and just keep on going with it and if you face resistance and you face shame or judgment to really hold space for that as well and not judge that part of you that's judging what you're doing and not judge that part of you that's feeling shameful it's really allowing the whole space to be held in this beautiful container and I think that's where we can really tap into our feminine and masculine energies a lot as well because a lot of the time we think that the masculine is this go 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 energy and sometimes it is you know it's this direct channel but at the same time i like to think of the masculine as this beautiful container is just holding the space and so when we're tapping into that divine masculine energy holding the space we're then able to just flow in our feminine really tune into our creativity and all of our multi-dimensional Aspect of ourselves. And through that, through that holding, that sacred space, that safety, we can really meet deeper parts of ourselves because we know that we're safe. We know that we're held. And we know that we can dive into deeper parts of ourselves from a really trustworthy, safe space. Mm,
0: so, so potent. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. And it's so, so true. Like that masculine ability yeah. to hold space, hold safe space. And one of the most transformational practices of my journey this far is to preface, I feel a big collective wound is not even with females, but males as well, is the wound of being able to receive fully, fully receive. hold and hold space for that receiving and one of the biggest practices that was just changed my life was um, I had a mentor who suggested to me of allowing my partner to yoni gaze at my womb and for me to just sit there and simply receive that which was like so challenging and it's like still something that we try to integrate and practice with of just genuinely like allowing him to yoni gaze and see me and be with me like no you know no intimacy no sexual like energy none of that like genuinely just being him holding space and me receiving that so you saying that really brought that into perspective for me like his ability to really hold space for me and my ability to hold space as well. And like, we have this beautiful dance and playing with the masculine and feminine energies, but not in um, the sense of like physical gender. When we talk about that, you know, more, we're just more so saying about the energies themselves. And it's really beautiful when you like tap into that divine balance of the both of them and you can really see how they play into this greater role. And it makes life so so powerful and so juicy and so enjoyable and you just really get to witness this dance, this ebb and flow of life between like the surrender of the feminine and the like holding space and providing and showing up of the masculine
1: and it's, it's such a beautiful journey to be on. Yeah, 100 percent, I love that so much. yeah, totally. It's so, so powerful. and I think as well, it really allows us to tap into. Again, that space of where we've been conditioned out of, of being able to hold space ourselves for all of us, you know, that all of us and so many of us, and I don't know if you can relate, but so many women and including myself have grown up with this narrative of the good girl, you know, being well-behaved, being polite, being well-mannered. And of course, you know, like we're going to be not well-mannered. There's a difference between being a good girl and being a kind person. And of course, we're going to learn how to relate to other people in a beautiful and kind way. But there's such a difference in how we've been taught to then show up. And through that good girl narrative, we're actually pushing down and suppressing our war, wild, primal nature, our sacred rage, our anger. Our resentment and all of these energies that are within us that actually are just aching to be released, to be expressed, and in a really healthy, safe space. And again, this is something that I guide clients through is really being able to hold space for the sacred rage. And we do rituals and we scream into pillows. I mean, when I'm holding space, I don't do it with them, but I do do this as my own practice as well. And yeah, just being able to release and let go and hold space again for all of us to then be integrated and be felt. And it's when we really feel into that that then we're able to really recognize the depth of how far we can feel, how far we can go, and then bring that and show up in our fullest capacity, in our fullest light as well.
0: I love that so much. And I think that that plays so beautifully into one of the topics that we wanted to dive into today, which is the dark feminine, the goddess Kali, the embodying, allowing space for those feelings, that resentment, that anger, that rage, all of these things that are so sacred and i say that they're sacred because i feel like we as humans wouldn't be given the capacity to feel these things if they weren't necessary and just like animals out in nature you know prey predator like we are meant to have these emotions for different reasons and have these experiences for different purposes and i feel the i feel the rise of the dark feminine in a very beautiful and sacred way where women are finally allowing themselves, giving themselves permission to feel the entirety of that.
1: Yeah. I love that. And I think as well, what's really interesting, what came up as you were saying that was that often we can project because it's almost like uh, we're feeling this feeling we're uncomfortable with it so we just want to get rid of it we just want to give it to someone else we just want to shout scream like get it out of our system because it feels uncomfortable because we've been taught that it's not okay to feel this way and so again when we're tuning into that space just us just in our embodiment practices just in a safe space or even with other sisters or even with a partner and just doing these really sacred rituals. I think that's a really beautiful way as well in relationship to connect to all of these different parts of us is do these sacred rituals and really be able to witness each other in each and every space and dimension that you find yourself in. And that is a beautiful way of being seen in your fullness. And again, holding space to see someone else in their fullness as well. And this can just, yeah, be a really powerful practice to move in together and again, witness all that comes up. And as well, really witness the process that happens because the feeling, the emotion, the energy. We feel it, we're moving through it. And actually, when you allow yourself to move through it, you're able to then transmute it and transmute it into a more healthy space where you don't feel like it's a burden, you don't feel like it's a block within you because you've really been able to tap into it, accept it, love it, speak to it even, have a conversation, why is it here? What's it here to show you? And then be able to transmute that into some space that it can be used for your own evolution your own growth and your own healing. And yeah, that's been my experience of just tapping into these different energies and it is so liberating when you really allow yourself the space of no judgment. And again, these sacred rage practices can be really beautiful when you move them into then integrating them into self-pleasure because you're really moving that flow of energy within your body to almost the extremes, right? You're going to like the depths of the depths within your body. You're tapping into spaces within you, you might not have tapped into before. And then you're really transmuting that. And then you're slowly bringing that energy to light and really tapping into that life force energy within you through the sexual energy that's running through your body which again is such a powerful way of being able to hold space for that wholeness within you. And in practices like that, you really are able to witness yourself and just think, wow, to be human, you know, we're here to feel it all, we're here to be it all. And through accepting and allowing space for that, you're really able to show up in every aspect of your life fully. Mm,
0: and just live life fully like we are we're given this opportunity to take up space and to and to be in that space and to be able to experience these things and and feel them for a reason like this these moments of of sacred rage and anger. And like you said, like punching the pillow or maybe like a good dance sesh to some rap music or like some bass, you know, something to allow you to release the energy. And then, like you said, those moments of integration after where you can invite in that more, some more stillness and maybe journal out those things. And it really, for me in my experience, I feel that practice has really offered me that opportunity to get down to the root of it. You know, like, okay, maybe, maybe it starts at I saw something on social media that like triggered my jealousy. I saw a sister that in my head, I created this story where she was doing more than me and she's so amazing. And how'd she get there? And I'm not there. And then I start to like create these stories that start to build up my insecurities and start to make me feel like I'm not enough. And so I catch myself in that. I stop. I put down the phone and, you know, I go dance or I go maybe exercise or I go for a swim or I go out, out of my like internal space, out of the comforts of my four walls and I get out of my head, out of my, like this story that I'm telling myself. And then after that space is taken, I feel I'm really able to drop in to, okay, now I I'm given that opportunity where I can sit and have a conversation with myself and be like, okay, where's this in a more compassionate way? Like, where's this coming from? Why, why do I feel this way? Maybe, you know, it's, it's this creeping in. And a lot of the times I'll even find that wherever it came from, wasn't even mine that I'm just, I just picked up, I picked up too much energy because I was scrolling, 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 and I just needed to catch myself and snap out of it. And sometimes, you know, that does happen, but I feel that's one scenario that that came up for me where I could really witness that, that process of how you can go to take the time to integrate it, or or not, or continue scrolling, continue feeling those things, and then they, they deepen, and then throughout the next day, maybe you're like feeling like you're in a funk, and you don't really feel inspired, and you don't really feel creative, because all these things are slipping in, and you're not good enough, you're not there, you're not there yet, and so it's like these two paths that we always have the the choice to take, and both are okay. But it's it's creating a new path that feels aligned and feels right for us, and realizing that we're not supposed to feel like shit all the time. Like we're not supposed to feel angry all the time and resentful, or like even physically, we're not supposed to feel like physical ailments. Like life is meant to be enjoyed. We're meant to enjoy this human experience and the more that we can incorporate conversations like this practices like the ones that we're mentioning I feel the more that we're able to just really drop
1: into the entirety of this human
0: experience
1: yeah I love that so much yeah I feel that so much It's just this beautiful choice it is a choice. It all comes down to choice. And actually, that is really empowering in us itself, remembering that we have the choice. And I 100% have been caught in stories like that as well. And I think that's the beautiful thing about social media, in a way, is that it actually can provide space for us to really look at ourselves and tap into what our truth is, because it can get noisy online. And in a way, that's actually a beautiful invitation to really tune into your own truth. If you can be on social media a lot of the time, even not a lot of the time, some of the time, and still know deep within you your truth, that is a really powerful thing because we're surrounded by so much energy, you know, so many people's opinions, thoughts, beliefs, journeys, and it's really easy to compare. And 100% is just that tuning into what feels true for you, what feels aligned, and remembering that you always have a choice. You always have a choice.
0: Absolutely. And that goes, that is so, Like, can go both ways of deciphering what is yours when it comes to being online when you see something that triggers your jealousy or when you see something that triggers your inspiration. It is beautiful when you incorporate that phrase of just choice like I get to choose in this moment and that is truly what liberates me and I feel another Mm -hmm. thing that just feels so potent to touch on today is just the the death and rebirth cycles and I feel like we've already kind of integrated a bit of that in our conversation already but just holding space for those cycles and really yeah just holding space for like those moments of like little or big ego deaths and then the integration period after of like recreating yourself and being renewed and and feeling like you are reborn because you have this new perspective wash over you and you're kind of given like this opportunity to walk through life in a different way
1: yeah I think it's such a potent process and I think as well it's really important for us to enter each death and rebirth cycle with real curiosity and without expectation and also knowing that we are going to be going through so many deaths and births through our healing journey because it's what we signed on for and Literally just moved out of a really big death, and it's so. This is just really timely. This beautiful conversation, and what really came through so much for me is when we're moving through a death, it's an ego death, right? So the ego is just gonna become so loud. It's gonna become so loud because it's trying to fight. It. It's like, no, don't kill me off. You know, <laughs> I was serving a purpose. I was keeping you safe. Please don't let me go and our soul and our truth is saying no come on this isn't our truth this isn't aligned you must go (laughs) while also still holding that space and being able to love that ego part of us because if we're trying to let it go from a place of rejection then again it's just gonna come back to bite us essentially and so really I was really leaning into this space of letting go of all expectation, no idea when the rebirth would happen, still being able to tap into holding space for other people, showing up for my clients of course, and then still being in this really internal process. So it's like that combination between internal, external, and really moving with those dualities. And then again, being able to feel into okay this feels like I've moved through it and then often when we have one ego death many more arise and you find yourself in another death portal and you say thank you spirit (laughs) it's all meant to be (laughs) and it really is in those moments where you see your true integrity you see your true truth And you're really able to hold deep honor for yourself of everywhere that you've already come and everywhere that you're going, even though you don't know where you're going yet. And again, then moving out of that death process into the rebirth, not allowing the ego to take control again and being like saying, okay, that's done. Let's go, you know, that was uncomfortable i'm done with that let's go and really holding space for that and how could you see the rebirth phase as an integration period instead of trying to be somewhere or trying to see where it's heading and where it's taking you and trying to find all the answers see it as an integration trust all the lessons that you learn in the death phase and really be able to hold space to weave, weave all the lessons and weave all the new in, imprints and new codes that have dropped in to then create from a totally new space without really knowing where you're going still. And just being open to that surrender, that surrender that we were speaking about earlier as well, is just being able to receive from spirit receive from the universe receive from higher powers and trusting that you're exactly where you're meant to be at all times and time on earth is an illusion so if we put pressure on that it's just gonna make it worse (laughs) oh exactly i absolutely love the way that you put that
0: that was so so beautifully said thank you for sharing and I think it can be easy for us to fall into, when is the rebirth going to happen? When am I going to like reach my fullest potential? I'm ready. <laughs> like, come on, abundance. I did the work. <laughs> so it's funny to hold space for those little voices of the ego or, or whatever it is that kind of slips in there and is like, waiting for the outcome, waiting for... The end result it's going to be amazing, <laughs> but love love I love that part of myself, and a conversation that I continually like to have is um I feel like you know the ego does get a bad rep and and sometimes it's just it's a beautiful reminder to remind ourselves that it is it is this beautiful tool that we have for a reason and that we get to use and integrate into our human experience for you know very divine purpose like it it motivates us it keeps us going it gives us that drive to like want to do better and be better and that's so beautiful and amazing but i love the way that you worded just being mindful of you know when it slips into that journey here and there here and there maybe in not the most conscious ways and and maybe it's just trying to get this very temporary satisfaction rather than really holding out and allowing you to fully bloom into your, your fullest potential and what you feel the
1: universe has in store for you. Yeah, totally. I feel that so much. And I think as well, it's just, again, as you say, really, powerful when we're holding that space and being able to have conversations with the ego even just be you know open up a space and say okay what? Well, why are you here why are you serving me what are you here to tell me and there will be a reason and often either you can say okay you can stay you're allowed a space at the table um or you can say okay no you're no longer serving me anymore and i really like a really beautiful practice and that is really holding yourself in this space and this visualization of you being the queen at the throne and you're at the table and you've got all of the different parts of you at the table, including all of the different parts of your ego as well. And you're letting everyone have a voice. You're letting everyone be there. You're the queen of hearts. You're leading from the heart and you're really allowing everyone to have a space and a voice. And through that, actually really steps you into your power because you're able to know that you can have all of these parts of you and still know your truth and what you decide to move forward with without having to shame parts and banish parts from the table if that's not what we want to do we're really wanting to invite all of the parts all of the spaces in which we may feel a bit harder to accept sometimes, and then really being able to open up that conversation and feeling into which parts of us we want to bring ourselves forward in and who wants to have the last say, you know, who wants to lead us forward in this initiation, this moving forward in this space. Yes, I love that visual. And
0: I had the visual of like the truth seems to be like the whisper. And then, like, at the table, all of the other things are, like, and blah, 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 <laughs> Like, I just imagine, like, the ego just being, like, this big, like, over-talking everybody and just, like, always interrupting and always just so excited to be here. And then the truth is just, like, all the way at the end of the table. And it's just, like, just whispering little sweet nothings. And if you, like, take the time to just really tune in to what it's saying, then you you learn a lot. You learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about your desires and and why you're here and your purpose and dharma. Oh, so beautiful. Well, I have enjoyed this conversation so, so, so much. And I know we could be here all day, but there's one more thing I want to touch on. And it's, I, I love that you, everything that you encompass and that you share, but I also love um, how you share this reclamation of sexual energy as your superpower. And I would love to just leave this episode off with some of that juicy, powerful nectar that you have to share from that of just, yeah, just like reclaiming, kind of tying into that conversation of the womb space and just reclaiming our pleasure, reclaiming our sensuality and our sexuality as, as our own. And then being able to go forth into the world and experience it with
1: others if we choose to Mm, I love that so much and I love these conversations because even the more we have these conversations and open it up to so many more sisters we're able to create those ripple effects across the collective and really tap into that beautiful power Um, and really that reclamation is a deep remembrance it's a journey of remembering and often we can think you know maybe if we felt a lot of trauma or shame around our sexuality then we can feel these parts of us are uh, not within us and even on the healing journey if we're looking to tap more into that energy we still believe that it's outside of us and we need to call it in And so that reclamation is really a deep remembering coming from deep within our womb space and our bodies and really tapping into the innate power that is within all of us, whether you identify as more in your feminine energy or masculine energy, it is in with all of us because it's that life force. And it is so powerful when you see women reclaim these parts of us especially because again we've been in this society and this world for many generations and many lineages where we've been taught to suppress these parts of us and so when we're bringing these parts to the surface and again to the table it can feel really scary And the more we have these conversations, the less scary it gets because we're allowing it to flow deep from the womb space up through the heart center and then out through the throat. And that is a really powerful triangle that you have within you of that beautiful energetic connection and that liberation that comes from that reclamation as well is just really being able to hold space for all of those parts of you that life force energy within you the raw the wild the pure the beautiful all of the parts and knowing that this is your creativity this is where your energy comes from this is where your connection comes from and again as you say when we're able to hold space for that and really tap into that remembrance that reclamation We can bring it to other spaces. We can bring it to relationship. We can bring it to other sisters. And a beautiful quote that I saw the other day was, when a woman woman is in her power, she gives every other woman permission to tap into her own power. And I love that so much. And it really is this beautiful ripple, even just energetically through the collective. You don't even need to be indirect space with these conversations like the energy is there it's already out there you know it's doing its thing it's rippling and it's awakening so many more women into the reclamation of that sacred sexuality that they have within themselves
0: oh oh sis i absolutely love that and yeah like so our sexual energy is is so sacred and and like you said having that that mirror from another sister or another being that can invite that into, into your experience and into your journey. And what comes up for me is the very first time that I witnessed and was around other sisters getting naked in nature was a very like initiation brought up so, so much for me because it brought up so much of like my struggles with body image, my struggles with insecurities, like feeling mm, like left out feeling like I'm not a part of this because of the way that I feel about myself and not feeling ready to just launch into that just yet, but feeling so inspired and empowered by the women who were so comfortable to do it there. And, um, that was, you know, a year or two on my journey, a year or two ago on my journey and, um, to be sitting where I'm at now where I just feel so proud of my being and of my body. And so like in tune, still learning every single day and still peeling back these layers. Of course, always a student of this universe, but feeling so proud of myself where I'm sitting at today and being able to recognize my sexuality as sacred and recognize my body as as holy and as my altar. And I get to choose to show up for her and I get to choose to love her. I get to choose to abolish these ideas of competition mindset and sisterhood wounds and the idea that I can't be because I think another woman is more or, you know, just this this idea that we are given that like a woman is our competition and not our sister, like just abolishing all of this and feeling so proud to sit here today and have share conversations like this and hopefully reach listeners who need to hear this that it's okay to hold space for for our entirety it's okay to to be on that journey and to feel those things to feel those like scary feelings of insecurities and jealousies and just feeling overwhelmed by that and allow ourselves to fully drop into that experience and like you said be patient with the rebirth process but yeah just so so grateful for the conversation that we shared today thank you so much charlotte for for being here all that you are thank you for showing up for the divine feminine and in so so many ways this work is so needed and you're
1: so seen and so so appreciated thank you for being here thank you so much sister it's been so beautiful to connect with you and yeah hear more about your journey as well with the womb space and it's just been really beautiful to share this space with you today so thank you so much for having me on it's been such an honor
0: Oh, absolutely. And before we head off, I will put the links to your amazing offerings in the description part of this podcast, but I will open the space if there's anything that you want to share, any upcoming offerings or anything that you just want to dive into a little bit more and share with the listeners who really love your energy and essence from this episode and maybe want to do some more work with you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. So really, I've got a lot of new things coming, moving out of this rebirth phase that I've been in this death and rebirth, I've really tuned into my own medicine and what's through for me. And so yeah, I've got some longer offerings that are coming through. And I'm moving my womb healing sessions into more of a sacred ceremony. So they're really this beautiful one-on-one container to move into embodiment practices and then also quantum healing. So really being able to bring that sacred ritualistic energy to a ceremony is just going to be so, so potent. And so I'm so excited for those to least and come out they're coming out in the next few weeks which is amazing um and yeah those are my main offerings at the moment which I'm so excited about and yeah again you can find all the information on the link in my bio on my instagram which is at underscore charlotte underscore Rebecca.
0: beautiful yay such an honor sister thank you so much and until next time And that's a wrap for today's episode of the plant lady podcast thank you all so so much for tuning in i hope that you loved this episode please remember you can head to the description part of this podcast to check out all of the links to charlotte's amazing offerings and feel free to leave us a review if you enjoy these episodes i absolutely love reading your all shares and how this podcast just influences your life it truly means so much I will see you on the next episode. I love you and thank you so much.